Reading the Kingdom, episode 96, Wake Up in the Fourth. This is your week seven review, week eight preview. That is ridiculous. And I guess as a special treat since he bailed on me last week, Coach has rejoined us. Yeah. I, I know the bills, I, the bills took a toll on you. It did, man. I went into hiding. I went, uh, went into hibernation. No, we just, you know, our schedules couldn't work out. I'm not one to, <clears throat> to run from a game. We were going to get mixed up. And as far as I was like going to record a piece and everything like that, bottom line is we got beat, but we won't, you know, we won't sulk in the past. We got beat. Buffalo was better that day. I'll take it like a man. And, you know, we showed up this week though. So I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. You sure did. Um, so we're gonna actually going to start off with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. Let's get a little sound clip in here, and uh, let's get rolling. Yep, Taking out the number one defense in the league, right? Yes, sir. Picked up. Mahomes wide open. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. One man to beat. Trying to get to the end zone. He will for the touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Juju stepping up. And Juju's been stepping up the last couple weeks, too. So I think he's... Finally getting acclimated to the offense. Juju had, let's see here for the exact stats on Juju Smith-Schuster. Seven receptions, 124 yards, touchdown. Uh, had a beautiful catch for 45 yards. Um, so he he's coming together, man. You know, I think <clears throat> when it comes to Juju, like I said on this, and I think we both agree, is that, you know, he came to KC to get his value back up. And I think he's doing a really good job of that. Um, like I said. Is he I, on a one-year deal? or is he's, he's on a one-year deal. Um, right. Pretty much with like a base of like 3.5, then it could get up to 10, um, which obviously if he's getting up to 10, he's putting up crazy numbers. So you'll, you'll take that every day, all day. Um, so, you know, he, he came to build up his value. He's really doing a good job. Like I said, the the TikToks and stuff like that, I can handle as long as he doesn't do anything with Jackson Mahomes. Um, do the TikToks all you can. But if you're getting seven to 10 receptions a game and getting out over 100 yards and a touchdown, I will take that all day. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, to get a 21 point win against the number one defense in, uh, in the NFL says a whole lot about this team. says a lot about their grit and really just about their, you know, bouncing back. Uh, you know, we talked about this a lot, you know, the first, you know, nine weeks, uh, of, of this, of the season, you know, and, you know, we had said in the beginning, you know, cause you know, we obviously counted Jacksonville in there. They weren't a playoff team, but they were playing all playoff teams. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, they have fared well. We're five and two right now. Uh, you know, have a comfortable lead, I think, in the uh, in the AFC West, uh, especially with kind of the, some of the things that have been happening to the uh, Chargers. They are J.C. Jackson out JC today. Jackson, you know, uh, San Diego, the curse of San Diego, man. Some, I mean, it's yeah. Chargers going to charger, dude. Chargers are going to charger, man. You know, they consistent back. Mike Williams, yeah, back to back to back uh, off season champs. Um, you know, raise the banner as uh, Mitchell Schwartz would say. Uh, but, yeah, just, you know, it's a great win. Patty had over 400 yards, three touchdowns, a bad interception. But, you know, it is what it is. Joshua Williams, our rookie seventh round, or I think he was he wasn't a seventh rounder. Was he a seventh rounder? I think he might have been. He's either a fifth or a seventh rounder. Um, HBCU guy, huge interception, um, you know, and it's – in, in games like this, it's about like countering mistakes. You know, he gets that interception and the touchdown to counter the the muff punt by Sky Moore, who it seems to be a thing for him. Uh, I, I think he sometimes gets ahead of himself, which I think we all do. And he's like three steps ahead where he just needs to concentrate on catching the ball and uh, either, you know. Well, the interception, that was going to him, wasn't it? The What do you mean? Uh, yeah, I was going to Sky Moore, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you said, you know, Sky Moore is not really – he's a rookie. 
I'm going to give him time. I think he's got the ability. I think just a second rounder, you expect a little more. You, you, like you, expect, talked about, you see Pickens. Uh, you see, I mean, you, Christian Watson isn't lighting it up, but still. You see you see a second rounder and you expect a little bit more. You also got to realize that he's coming out of like central Michigan. So he's not playing the 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 amount of talent and um, uh, on a week and week, week basis when he was in college like Pickens was. Yeah. So I think Pickens, a lot of those guys, you're going to have your um, – you're going to have your, uh, what's the word? Um, your guys that kind of like stand out like your, uh, you know, Antonio Browns and stuff like late round picks went to small schools that just come in and are, are dominant. Not for everybody. I think Sky Moore, you got to give him time. Uh, but with Juju Schmidt-Schuster stepping up more and MVS and obviously you got Man Beautiful, uh, you know, th- they're going to be okay. It's just going to be an added bonus when he finally puts it all together. Um, you know, the big news was like Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco, who I called would be the starter eventually got to start. Um, you know, it, it was like, it was on the depth chart, but you know, he, he only had eight carries. Clyde had six, uh, you know, jet had a couple, Miko Harbin had a couple. So it's, it might be something new every week. Um, I just think it's going to be really a running back by committee type thing. Um, still kind of shocked that Ronald Jones hasn't come up yet, but it is what it is. I full, full trust in, in, in Veach and, and Andy Reed and Eric B to, to get all that put together and do what they need to do. Um, you know, they, 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 they held McCaffrey, uh, to, I think like 65 yards. Um, you know, initially I was Jeff like, Wilson was still their lead rusher, yeah, Jeff which Wilson, is great because everyone dropped him in fantasy. Yeah. Right. So, and I think that's Myself probably, that's, that's, that's a safe bet. I think, you know, McCaffrey's going to get the workload now. It's, you know, who's just a couple days he had been in. Um, no breaking news just now. What's that? Jaguars have traded James Robinson to the jets in exchange for a draft pick compensation. So if you have Travis Etienne, load him up. Load him up, baby. Load him up. Um, back to the Chiefs, but back, we just get breaking news. Breaking news. You got to take it. On the shows. Yeah, so got to take that, it. Uh, you know, and, and in that, I'm going to give Joe Douglas and the Jets a ton of credit. You know, they, they're they 5-2. and two. They're wanting to make the playoffs. This rebuild has been a process. But, hey, go out and get a running back. You know, after Brees Hall goes down, him and Robinson and Carter should be a good combo. Um, you know, and then the, the, the chiefs defense played great too. Um, you know, it was great having, uh, Willie Gay back, uh, four solo tackles, eight tattle, tackles total, uh, um, was in on a sack, uh, as well. Um, so it was great to have Willie Gay back. Um, you know, Frank Clark had, you know, one and a half sacks himself. Uh, it, when, when Frank Clark plays against a safety, right? Yeah, safety. safety. Yeah. When he plays against the, uh, San Francisco uh, giants, when he plays against the San, I'm thinking about baseball right now. Sorry. San Francisco 49ers. He goes to like another level. It's weird. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk by San Francisco and, you know, uh, you know, they're the number one defense they are going to shut, you know, Kansas city down, you know, just, I, I'm telling you people, like I prefer that we're just down 10, nothing or even 17, nothing. And, uh, it just gives us motivation uh, to come know, back. I'm just gonna try try to ignore that comment. Yeah, it's nothing. It. You don't have to think anything of it. Yeah, um, no, no, wasn't yeah, specified no, no. at you um, in our, in right, our game yeah, against sure. you guys when we came back and beat you. But um, four touchdowns. I think uh, yeah, kills four oh touchdowns. Oh my but, god! Um, one point. There's one point. There's one point. Yeah, four touchdowns. No big deal. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so great win. Uh, you know, you San Francisco hasn't. I don't think reached their full potential. I think that they will be a, a significant threat in the NFC playoffs once they get McCaffrey and everyone. But uh, yeah, great team win. Loved it. Um, now you can go into the bye week uh, and uh, relax. Enjoy Halloween. You know, I'm sure we're going to get some cute little uh, Halloween pictures from Patrick Mahomes and the family. And I, God knows, God knows what Man Beautiful is going to dress up as. But uh, oh, God. Yeah. Probably a tight end. 
probably a tight end. Don't 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 go there. Don't go there. I, I can only imagine who he's going to be out of those Halloween parties with. So, Travi, you killed it, Chiefs. Great job, salute. Uh, great win. Um, and uh, yeah, beating a beating a good team by 21 points at their home stadium when they had the number one defense in football. And Orlando Brown Jr. Let me just say that great game. Great game. Yeah. He did. He, he, he did, stepped up. Step it up. He stepped it up. Um, really, everyone did. Uh, everyone was kind of just flying on all, uh, flowing on all cylinders, and yeah, just just a great team win. So I loved it. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, so what kind of the inspiration for the title of the show was wake up in the fourth meet. Obviously, you guys started off. The pick was very early in the game. I think it was like three nothing. You guys and Mahomes threw the pick mm-hmm. and three nothing them. Um, but I mean, you guys scored seven, seven in the first, seven in the second, fourteen in the third, sixteen in the fourth. So fourteen total in the first half. Then another 30 in the second half, um, and then the Raiders kind of had a similar situation. But you guys held the Niners to 13 in the first half and 10 in the second, so defense really held it together. Uh, you guys had five sacks, eight QB hits, a pick. Um, like you said, Mahomes, him and uh, Garoppolo had similar stats and not similar stats. So, you know, Garoppolo 25 for 37, Pat 25 for 34. Um, Jimmy just breached over 300, which is unusual for him. And then, uh, you know, Mahomes goes 423. So same amount, exact same amount of completions, but Mahomes throws an additional 123 yards. It's very telling of, of how the offense is going. And then uh, he had two touchdowns, which is high for him. Uh, Mahomes had three. They both had a pick. Uh, Pacheco thing, I kind of expected he would get a little more. But if the 49ers are good at anything, it's stopping the run. Um, with some injuries, their pass defense has gotten a bit more lax. Uh, so that was one thing that I noticed. Um, like I said, Sky Moore, the fumble, the pick. I don't like doing the whole, oh, the pick's not the QB's fault because of this, this, and that. But in this league, we're seeing more and more um, issues with the receivers. Maybe it's a catchable ball and they're not going for it. Maybe they're not noticing that the defense is starting to swarm to the ball and they kind of remain where they are. Like I get if you have a, a designed route that you're not supposed to break out of, but when a situation is like that and you see a safety dropping down, you have to run to the ball. Um, I don't know if he's quite there yet. And then obviously the fumble doesn't help anyone. But overall, a huge statement win over a great defense. Uh, I, I don't think you could really ask for much better than that. 23 points is more than acceptable with this in offense of this caliber. So just a great one for you guys. Great. I almost don't like that you have a bye week now because I think that you got – you don't have too many significant injuries. And like you said, the team's firing on all cylinders. I would keep the train moving. Yeah, ideally. Uh-huh. But, you know, McDuffie will come back against the Titans. Um, right. So we got Titans, Jags, Chargers, which will be out there for. So good. You got to break that Titans curse, dude. Yeah. Got to break the Titans curse. Titans yeah. curse. You're damn right about it. And if you beat the Chargers, because we're not catching up to you, but you want to beat the Chargers, maybe let us get back into this. Yeah, end. I got you. After a win over, you know, before we start talking, are you good? You want to transition to uh, my squad? Let's, let's check out your boys, man. I was worried there for you for a while. Oh, uh, I was too. First and goal from the fourth. Jacobs, left side, looking for the end zone, reaching. Did he get there? Touchdown. I don't know what the delay was for. It's pretty clear that he crossed the pylon, but that was one of Jacobs' three touchdowns. He now has more rushing yards for the Raiders than Marcus Allen. Uh, he he is the guy right now. Um, Raiders come out with a win over the Texans, twenty-eight to ten. Raiders go to two and four. The final score is not reflective, as you know, of how the game went. Um, in the fourth, it was still very close. Uh, I think it was twenty to seventeen Texans, and then the Raiders get a quick score after that. Uh, pick six by Duran Harmon, a couple more touchdowns by Jacobs, and this thing is a lock. So kind of how I went quarter by quarter for you guys. So, uh, And everyone's blaming the Raiders' defense on this, but you tell me when you look at the stats, and, and they should be blamed for a portion of this, but 
First quarter, Raiders put up three, Texans zero. Can, can I ask you a quick uh, question? Go for quick it. question. The yeah. first play, you know, Carr goes down. Were you worried or did you think he was going to shake? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I was terrified. And uh, immediately in uh, Raider Ramble, shout out, um, blog that I write for, they started diagnosing, saying, oh, it's a wrist. He's out three to six, you know, uh, fractured, not fractured wrist, um, sprained wrist. He's out three to six weeks immediately. I'm like, well, these guys watch a lot of ball. They know what they're talking about. And not saying they weren't, but yeah, he comes that back put the me in play. panic. Season, season's over in my mind, Yeah, um, which is not the right conclusion to jump to, but that's how I feel. But yeah, I could not have been more relieved that he's back in the game. He ends up going 21 for 27, 241 yards, a touchdown, very efficient. Um, besides a fumble, he's got to hold on to the freaking ball. But anyways, quarter by quarter, so Raiders go three, Texans zero, Raiders put up seven, Texans 10, and then the third, Raiders seven again, Texans 10. Then in the fourth, Raiders 21, Texans zero. So the Raiders shut them out for half the game, which seems to be the trend, is that the defense can put together a solid 30 minutes of defense and then not so much for the others. And when you cut here, who scored the touchdowns for the um, for the Texans? Chris Moore, Philip Dorsett. Does anyone even know who they are? He's playing for just- the Patriots. Sure. Yeah. But it's just like, I I didn't even know he was still playing. So the fact that that's kind of where we're at is a bit confusing to me. And uh, like Anthony Everett was totally out of his zone on that one. I don't know what he was doing. Um, And then Davis Mills, 28 for 41, 302 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. And that pick was a pick six, which really helped lock the game down. Um, Fun little stat here too. So the Raiders don't do a ton of play action or they haven't up till this point. Like there's a lot of not a ton, but a lot of RPOs last year. Um, I think we're kind of finding the the mix here is play action and then obviously run Jacobs. Carr was 11 for 12 on play action for 134 yards. So one missed pass, 113 passer rating. So clearly play action is the way to go here. And on the subject of running the ball, Jacobs in the last three games, he has 69 carries, 440 rushing yards, six touchdowns, and 14 runs of more than 15 yards. Um, so clearly if this guy gets his 20 carries, we're gravy. He had that exactly 20 carries, 143 yards and three touchdowns. The Texans aren't good. Uh, their defense is a little bit better and their red zone offense has, or their red zone defense has been above average. So this was, uh, encouraging. The issue was that, like we said, it took until the fourth quarter to get this going. Um, Hunter Renfro kind of stepped up a little bit. Uh, he went three for three, 55 yards. He had one really good catch on a low pass from Carr. Devontae Adams, uh, 95 yards on eight receptions on nine targets. So we were a lot more efficient this game, which is what I like to see. I don't like the 15 targets for Adams, but he's only catching eight of them. I don't want to see a 50% completion rate there. That's not what we brought him in for. But like I said, uh, giving up touchdowns to Chris Moore, Philip Dorsett, Damian Pierce ran for 92 yards on 20 carries. Uh, he is he is a, a talent, so I can't put a ton of fault on, on there. But the defense has let up some big plays, and I just... You know, well, maybe you don't know how it is, but watching sub-average quarterbacks with a sub-average roster make big plays on your defense is just pretty frustrating. It's not even like, oh, what can we do different there? Like, this just isn't supposed to happen, so just don't do it. Um, we had a half sack from Cleveland Farrell and Chandler Jones, uh, a pass defended by Crosby, two QB hits from him. Nine total QB hits and one sack. Not great against a bad Texans O-line. Pick six, like I said, from Duran Harmon. That's the first of his career. He's been in the NFL for 10, uh, 10 seasons. So about time there. And then our leading tackler was Divine Diablo, who's slowly kind of coming into form. This is his second year in the, in the year and easily, or second year in the league. 
easily one of the most badass names in the NFL, Divine Diablo. Get that jersey, number seven, I think. Pretty clean. But basically, the defense has to be more dis- disciplined. Uh, they, they held it down in the fourth, you know, uh, letting, besides contributing the pick six, but they held the Texans to zero points in the fourth, and that was key. But the game was not as comfortable as it may have seemed. Um, special teams had the muff punt, uh, just some sloppy plays there. Um, just overall letting up these big plays, it just can't happen. And uh, I kind of need to see that discipline they had with the Chiefs in the first, at least first half when we played the Chiefs, not the rest of it. But disciplined football is what we want to see. And as we always talk about, complementary football is kind of what's missing for the Raiders. The offense can be on, the defense is off, the defense is squared away, and the offense can't get it done. So uh, usually we lose after the bye week, so I'm happy with this one. And um, yeah, any thoughts on your end? Yeah, I mean, a win's a win, man. 38-20, you got the dub, uh, you stopped the Texans, you, you beat a team that you should have beat. Uh, was tight there for a while, but ultimately you overcame your inadequacies and, and got it done. Thank God for Jacobs, because imagine if you were to be without Jacobs this year. Um, you know, contract year, he, he's earning his money, man. Whether it's going to be from you or someone else, he's earning a decent paycheck. A decent yeah. paycheck. I know we don't That's really. Topic, pay, no. I know we don't really yeah. pay running backs, but got to think him, Saquon. It's going to be a decent running back uh, class as far as free agents go. Um, oh yeah, I think Saquon might end up getting franchise tag, but that's that's a different time, different day. Um, right. You got the win. You needed it. You lose this game, you're done. It's over. It's car might as well be injured because you're not coming back from it. You're not. Right. You, you agree with that. So you got yeah. the win. Um, you know, sometimes you play to your level of competition. The Texans are a ways away. I think they've got a decent base of some players. Um, but uh, yeah, you got the win. It's all that matters. On to the next week. You got work to do. Who are you guys playing next week? We got the Saints. You got the Saints. So we'll, you got we'll you got a, a team that's that's very a very winnable game. You got to just keep pecking forward because, like we talked about, the Chargers are—we don't really know what's going to happen with them. So, you guys still got a chance. You just got to keep buckled down and, and move forward. So, wins a win, exactly. man. Take it as it is. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, we'll do a little preview of the Raiders Saints. We do our uh, game breakdowns for Week Eight, but we do have uh, two questions we've accepted on Speakpipe. There was a couple duds in there. This guy named Joe, really weird. Joe, yeah. So we'll play. We'll play these two. Uh, first one, I believe, is. Our buddy uh, Ladarius, and then we got 307 Raiders. So let's uh, take a listen to. I think this is Ladarius first. Hi, you guys. It's it's me, Ladarius. I, I guess I'll say called in, but I found a message before. Big fan of the show. Oh, thanks, um, pal. I guess there's a question slash comment. Now, I kind of feel that sometimes when we talk about Patrick Mahomes and this great offense, I, I think sometimes Andy Re- Andy Reid gets lost in the shuffle of being one of the better play callers. Not just in the league, but over you know throughout his career, looking at the work and his body of work. And I'm curious to know what do you guys think about Andy Reid and his place amongst being one of the, the best play callers in the league. And just wanted to give Andy Reid his flowers just overall for his career, which I think is going to be a Hall of Fame career when it's all said and done. You guys have a great rest of the day. Ladarius, love love the uh, love the love that you're giving Andy Reid, Big Red, right? Uh, consistently, he has been one of the best coaches in football. Um, you know, he he was he was key to those Eagles teams that unfortunately never really gave went over the hump, but they were competitive and and pretty dominant NFC for at least I think a pretty good like almost like a 10 year period you know with Donovan McNabb, Terrell Owens, those guys, Brian Westbrook, um had great teams there and since he's been in Kansas City since I think 2013, um he's been great man. He has completely turned that franchise around. Uh been to multiple Super Bowls, won one. Uh obviously went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles too and lost. Um I lost. I think they lost to the they lost to the Patriots. I think the Eagles team. Yeah, yeah they lost to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. But you know, he he. You know, I think people 
don't I think some people realize it, but I don't think enough people really realize just how creative and how his play calling is just next level. You know, Eric Bieniemy is an offensive coordinator, but we really know that Andy Reid's like, hey, dude, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this, you can get the credit for it. But you know, I'm the head coach, you're the offensive coordinator, so. Um, yeah, Andy Reid's an all-timer, man. Um, great guy, too. Got that awesome mustache. Uh, definitely the type of guy you would love just to sit down, talk football, and drink a beer with. Um, that's got nothing to do with the wins and losses that he's had, but he has been an absolute godsend to Kansas City. Uh, we He is beloved there, and he will he will always be beloved there. It'll be a statue of Big Red outside of Arrowhead one of these days. And uh, he's, he's amped and ready to go. I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. So, you know, keep that train rolling. And thank you for uh, for calling in, Ladarius. We, uh, we love to hear from you, man. Yeah, he always has good good comments questions. Yeah. The only thing I want to chip in there is um, I think you, you can't help but notice when he's taken over the offensive play calling in a game. Uh, uh, the Super Bowl against the um, – the 49ers was a masterclass offensive play calling and obviously the defense stepping up played a part in that too. But even the game against, I think it was the Bucks, he was pulling out all the stops and it's like this in his uh, had a tricks or whatever the phrase is. Bag, bag of tricks, tricks, bag of tricks. Bag of tricks, there we go. It doesn't seem like he runs out um, and he really rises to the level when when needed. So I, don't, I can never count him out and I think it is amusing or at least interesting to think about. You always hear the offensive gurus of the, the Sean McVay tree and, um, you know, Brian Dayball and and all these other, you know, trees that coaches are coming off. But Andy Reid is like not a forefather, but he's just one of the most brilliant minds in the game right now. And he does. You don't have to be 35 years old and some wonderkind like he's out schooling all of them and however old he is. So like you said, uh, Andy Reid definitely deserves his flowers. And I mean, he's going to go in the hall for sure. 100%. And, he, and he deserves it 100%. Um, so now I'm guessing... And then we have a second question from Raider307, one of Coach's great pals, uh, Julian. So let's give a listen to our buddy here. I think this is the first time he's called in. Hey, I'm very hey Julian, fuck your team. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to say that. Let's see. Let's find he, out. 100% well. Hey, guys. Good to be on. Uh, my question is uh, with the Raiders. If we win the next game, do you think they will be trading for someone? Or if we lose, do you think we will trade all away? Do you think we'll be active at all? And I want to say to Coach... With all due respect, fuck your team. Called it. What's up, dude? Uh, I thought, hey, he's gonna just stick to the Raiders. He's gonna leave you alone. Oh man, much love, dude. Much love. You're you're, you're, yeah. my, you're my boy, dude. We, you know that. You're you're my second favorite Raider fan next to uh, next to Brennan. Um, I, you know, it's weird. You know, football is not like baseball or basketball, like where people consistently trade at the deadline. Even though that actually has kind of changed the last couple of years. Uh, if you guys win, I mean, you guys obviously won last week. If you guys win next week against the Saints. I thousand percent could see you guys doing that. Um, maybe trying to go with something for like the offensive line. Um, and uh, that would be my guess. Maybe someone on the defense. Um, trying to think of teams that are going to have pieces to, to, to sell off. Um, One I mean, of our Brent, main the, issues is, is the strong safety position with Jonathan Abram. He's a coverage liability. Um, he's been the one most frequently talked about on the trade block, him and Cleveland Farrell, and we need defensive tackle help and we need strong safety help. So Julian, I would think that regardless of how we go, unless Abram gets a couple picks and some big stops, I mean, he's a hitter when we got to stock the box, but besides that, um, we've seen time and time again, he lets coach's buddy Kelsey, uh, snag those TDs, which happens every freaking, yeah, yeah. Um, so I still would expect to see some kind of a move. I'm not sure what safeties are available on the trade block. But a lot uh, yeah. of times there's these surprises. Like I had no yeah, idea there's not going to be. You know, you're not going to go get a Justin Simmons from Denver or anything like that. But um, mm, 
They're on. No, well, he, he just signed an extension. Damn well, it. he did. I mean, he's. They're not going to trade him in division. Uh, you got to look point. at teams like the Browns. Um, who else? Uh, you know, the Bucks. Pop, I, who, who, there's a lot of. Oh, I would take any of the safeties on the Bucks. Who knows? Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Have Good a pirate, question, though. But pirate trade, Buccaneers and Raiders. Yeah. I think they're going to get rid of one of those, either Abram or, or Farrell. I wouldn't when you say surprised. get rid of Farrell, they're just going to give him to somebody? It's kind of what you have. What are we going to get for him? I think it'd have to be like a package deal. I don't know. They're, you're going um, to get an eighth round pick for Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> Or, uh, uh, a pick that doesn't exist, yes. Yeah, but uh, good question. But I, I think regardless of how the game goes, um, somebody will get shipped out. I think if we lose 100%, there will be trades. Absolutely. Good question, though. And I love, I think I loved more than the question was your shout out to coach there. Well, I shouted uh, you out in the beginning, Julian. You know how we go. Yeah, you were ready for him. All right, we're going to get into week eight rapid fire predictions. We are dragging this a little bit over, over our time frame, but not too bad. All right, here we go. Hmm. Week eight predictions. And as we head into this, I'll just casually remind you that I'm up 10 14 from last week. Coach was nine for 14, but I believe he might still lead in the overall. But I'm going to take it back this week. Coach, Thursday night football. We're going to rapid fire these. Uh, Ravens and Bucks. Who do you got? Uh, Ravens. Ravens. Excellent. Uh, I do as well. And it's finally a Thursday night game that Prime should make some money off of because mm. the last couple ones have been garbage, hot garbage. All right, 9.30, Broncos and Jags. I'm going to go T-Law, Trevor Lawrence. Jags. going to swing back in action. You're going to take Jags too. All Jags right. in Love London. It. Oh, I forgot that Shad Khan's spot, so he wants he wants a W there. Yeah. Um, and not that Russ being out impacts things because he stinks anyways, but still, I'm going to go Jags on that one. Next, uh, 1 p.m., you've got Panthers and Falcons. Oh, the resurgent Panthers. I'm going to take the Falcons, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the same. Uh, I think fluke wins are nice. I'm glad that Brady was humiliated, but I'm going to go Falcons. Uh, next, Bears and Cowboys. Do I really have to say yeah, it? Yeah, it's Cowboys, dude. Let's I have to say it. Cowboys, yeah, okay. It's going to be Cowboys. All right, uh, you've got an interesting one, I guess. Dolphins and Lions. Man, the Lions just can't catch a break, man. Uh, Dan Campbell is not winning coach of the year. Um, we'll take the um, Dolphins. Reluctantly, I, I love the Lions here, man, but yeah, but they went from the number one scoring offense the last two games. They have scored six points, and those six <laughs> points came in the last game. They were shut out by the Pats the week before. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I, I did find out that Amon St. Brown got taken out for the collision. Doesn't have a concussion. Yeah, just, just the new everything's protocol. protocol now. Yeah. That's an interesting way now is just hit, hit a guy really hard and they'll have to take him out just because. Um, next, here we go. One a little more interesting. Cardinals and Vikings. Uh, Vikings are on a bye week. Cardinals uh, came out with a big win on Thursday night last week. I will go Vikings. I just believe in the offense. Kings a lot of the more. North, man. Kings, kings of the North, Austin. They are Kings of the North. You Sorry, don't listen, Austin, but you don't. I'm, if you do happen to listen to this, Kings of the North. That's what you get for not coming on the show <laughs> tonight. All right, uh, Raiders and Saints. Let's just do it now. Uh, I'm going to take my Raiders. Raiders. We've taken the Saints with a lot more firepower. Uh, that was actually our first win, first game at home at Allegiant Stadium in uh, 2020. So written on the wall, that was a 31 to something point win. Uh, the only thing that makes me nervous, obviously, even though he's not having a great year, is Kamara. Uh, we let Damian Pierce put on 90, 90 yards. So what is uh, Kamara going to do? Uh, but I believe it's still going to be the Red Rifle, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Well, the good thing for you is Tyron Matthew is not Tyron Matthew anymore. So that, no, that center field is, is wide not. open. So take advantage. Well, and as backup, they have Dan the Hitman Sorensen. <laughs> so there you go. Better watch out. Yeah. So you're taking the Raiders as well? Yes. All right. And we need this win. And as uh, Julian said, 
that would get them to three and four, which puts us right in the race. Cause this like the league is as tight as ever. We don't have too many like guys it's, out in front besides the chiefs, the bills, the NFC East and, is the uh, best and division the Eagles, the NFC East, the yeah. best division of football. That, that's all you need. Yeah. We are so wrong. Oh my God. Uh, next you've got Patriots and jets. I'm going to take the J E T S jets, jets, jets. Uh, just got James Robinson, who he broke the news here on, uh, through Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, whatever. But uh, yeah, Jets. I'm going to take the Jets, man. Rocking and rolling. I'm taking the, the Jets too, bro. The milk hunter. We may not differentiate on any of these. Next, uh, Steelers and Eagles. Eagles coming off the bye week. I was impressed the Steelers held the Dolphins to 16 the other night. And, um, until TJ Watt comes back. They haven't won a game with TJ Watt not being there. So TJ, the, the Eagles are winning. Didn't the Steelers just beat the Bucks without TJ Watt? I think they did, bro, two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. He was, he was he was he was I'm on still, the sideline. That's right. I'm still going to take the Eagles. Yeah, still Eagles, take the Eagles. Fly, Eagles I, fly. I can't I can't bet against them until they lose. Really, well, I see a, a major weakness. Uh, Titans and Texans for you. Four o five game, Eastern time. Mm, you know what? I'm going to take the Texans. I'm just going to. I just want. I want to. I want to switch. Switch it up and take a flyer. Um, I'll take the Texans. All right. I've got a flyer later. I think. Uh, I'm going to go Titans. I think that uh, Mike Vrabel is kind of like the second half season seasonal adjuster, and he's making it. He's making some moves now. Ryan Tannehill still sucks. Um, Malik Willis fumble was super ugly, but I'm gonna go Titans. Go Titans. Uh, Four twenty five. Commanders and Colts. Colts are riding Sam. Sam Ellinger, man. Ellinger is El- taking the reins over Matt Ryan, and it seems like it's for the season. It's That's for, a, it's for the season. Now I was listening to the radio before I after I got off work. Ellinger had a great preseason. I think Matt Ryan's his arms just gone, man. And uh, yeah. the Colts kind of see this as like, a, hey, maybe we need to like just draft a quarterback and and see if we can develop it instead of just keep going to the recycling bin. Um, so as far as that goes, I am. Who are the Colts playing? The Commanders. Commanders. I'm going to take uh, the Commanders, man. They look good against the Packers. Yeah, I have who got to. beat again. My God, uh, yeah, embarrassing. Man. so embarrassing. Thank God for Terry McLaurin killed it for fantasy, but uh, yeah, yep, yeah, I have to go Commanders as well. Uh, I think Frank Reich wants to be fired. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's a they're going to have to do make some changes there. It's this crazy because their it was... offensive line was like one of the best in football, and now they suck. Right? Did they chain offensive line coaches or something? I don't know. Quentin Nelson is like he can't block everybody, so no. Well, Jonathan Taylor can't get going, and there you have it. Uh, four twenty-five, 49ers versus Rams for I'm you. Take the, I'm gonna take the Niners. Take the you Niners. are. Yep. You I'm know what? Take... So to make it interesting, I will take the Flyer and I'll take the Rams. Okay. But my intention was to take the the Niners because Shanahan seems to have McVay's number on most most of these. Mm-hmm. But I think the Rams they need to start their second half surge soon if they want any shot of turning this around. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go Rams for the dub. Next, I've got Giants and Seahawks. The Giants are six and one, which is unreal. There's no one that predicted that. And if you say that you did, you're a liar. Uh, and also anyone that predicted the Seahawks would win more than one game is also a liar because no one predicted that either. But I'm going to take the Seahawks to disrupt the Giants flow here. I think uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Geno Smith and crew might be a little much. Although DK is going to be out. Giants kind of G-Man. Giants. Woo. Coach of the G-Man. This is where, see, this is where we start to drift. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that'll be a good one, I think, which is crazy to say that Giants Seahawks would be good. Next, coach, this one is all you. 820, Sunday night football, Packers and Bills. Bills. I thought you were gonna say go pack go. Bills, man. I thought what you were gonna say. I really wanted to be a daredevil and say I'm gonna take the Packers to rise up, but it's just I think they suck. They suck. They you keep suck, saying Austin. Let's, let's let's oh, we need to run the ball, run the ball. Okay, so 
that's also what we said about the Raiders. And, and guess what? They did it. So giving Aaron, saying you have to run the ball and then giving Aaron Jones the rock eight times, nine times, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not good enough. Me, 100%. Yeah. You, so you need to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Aaron Jones, eight carries. AJ Dillon, four carries. Like, what is this? If, if that's your diagnosed problem, we need to give the ball to Aaron Jones more than why are you going to give it to him eight times? What do you have for receiving yards? Okay. He had nine receptions. That's pretty good. Yeah. But besides that, um, you know, that, that's where receiving we're receiving yards for Aaron Jones. And then uh, our final game is the Bengals and Browns. I am definitely, I'm going to go Bengals. Browns are having some weird play calling issues. Obviously the Deshaun Watson arrival is coming soon, but we're not going to wait around forever. Um, Bengals, Joe Burrow went off the other day. And uh, I think that Joey B is just the man for the job. So that's what we're going to roll with. And we will see you all next week.